Laurie Rose, the two-time winner, takes the lead from Faulkner. That's the way they finish the first lap. Realizing that Davison had to get to his pit box. Very, very lucky for those crew guys. Welcome to another episode of Pit Lane Parlay. This is one of our many episodes where we will be joined by somebody from the HMD Motorsports Group. First up is driver David Malukas. David, I, I know you just got done the track walk, so how is your initial impression of St. Pete 2021? Yeah, it's great. Um, a lot of the, uh, the, the curbing and uh, the barriers are quite similar. I think uh, two turns are... Uh, little bit different but not too bad um there's actually quite a bit of grip down i think uh since when indycar was here in october so it's a little bit different but yeah i'm excited uh team's ready i'm ready can't wait for tomorrow awesome so for those who are listening and, and maybe not familiar last year you ran the the name is gaming usf3 because obviously there was no indie lights so Tell us what, what that was like after back in 2019, you were able to run Indy Lights. And so it's kind of a, you know, different car, but, and, and obviously a bunch of different tracks. So what was, what was your 2020 experience like? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, we were, we did Indy Lights here in St. Pete. That's why it kind of feels a bit nostalgic being here because <laughs> last time we were here in March, I mean, it was like the world was ending and I remember everyone was kind of scared and we didn't know what was happening and then they canceled, but then it was like, Oh, we'll be back to racing. And then it didn't really turn out sadly for Indy life. Um, I mean, at least the, the rest of the series did, but for us, uh, it, it didn't seem like, uh, we, you know, had the pace. Um, I mean, but we ended up, uh, having two weeks to go. Um, so, so when Indy life got canceled, we had two weeks, um, kind of, to find something else and we ended up finding the fr season which was uh really really good um i mean but within that two weeks we had to find the car um actually get the car to the shop uh put our setup on it to a car that we've never done before and know anything about and then show up to mid ohio for the first race and we ended up putting it in second only being a, a thousand off uh, of linus who was with global at the time so it was a really really good start um all fr season it kind of ended up just being me and linus but I mean, they still had like a bit of a jump on us. And by the end, it was kind of just a second place, second place. And, and Tooney kind of had that championship secure. But yeah, so but it was it was really good. Uh, we had a lot of fun the FR season. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was, it was good to kind of do a different car, but it feels great to be back in any lights now. So I, I know the cars are I, at least I think the cars are a little bit smaller and, and the, the engines are a little bit smaller on power, I, I think. But from from actually a you know, drivability standpoint, what is it like driving in a, an F3, a US F3 or Formula Regionals car versus you know, now an Indy Lights car? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a little bit slower and everything. Um, I mean, it's also a heavier car, actually. Uh, but that's mainly for just safety reasons and the halo. But now we have the halo for Indy Lights. So it was actually almost good. You know, we did an FR season and uh, we, we got to test with the halo. Um, and so now when they put on Indy Lights, it was like, oh, well, I kind of just did this for a whole season. So nothing's really new there. Um, you know, the car, I think, relativity-wise, because we were thinking maybe going to Indy Pro 2000 um, or right. doing the FR season. Um, but we chose the FR mainly just because of the turbo. 
Um, I think it's a, a little bit, it was a little bit more familiar to Indie Lights. And it was something I never done before. But yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it was really, really good. Uh, but man, it feels good to be back in Indie Lights and uh, having some nice Cooper tires. I like it. So you've got, you know, a full 20 race season this year, which is, uh, God, the longest Indie Lights calendar I can remember in a while. You were at St. Pete and you mentioned kind of the, the nostalgia feel. Where else this year are you? Are you really excited to go to that you didn't get to go to last year? Um, I'm really excited to get back to uh, Road America. Um, I mean, that's like kind of, you know, been a, an all-time favorite for me. Um, I mean, we also had a really successful uh, year in the, with Indy Pro there, having, you know, the, the double win, which at the time was, was from Honda. But, you know, I, I, I'm really excited to go back there. And also Laguna Seca, of course, that's, I mean, with that actually we started going recently and, I mean, ever since we went, I've, I've been loving it. So awesome. So let's see here. You've got a, a bunch of teammates now with your, your partnership with uh, Global Racing Group. You so you have you have Linus, you have Benjamin Peterson. And uh oh, the last teammate is escaping me at the current moment. Uh, Nikita Latochkin. Yes, thank you. So yeah. what? <laughs> Let, let, let's start with, with Linus because you, you battled with him for the championship last year. Obviously, he won, I don't know, 96% of the races or something ridiculous like that and and won the, the first Indy Lights race this weekend. I know he's a little bit of a quiet guy, so what, what can you tell the world about Linus that maybe not everybody knows? Well, I mean, he's kind of uh, letting it out there. I mean, he's really, really quick. Uh, he's a, a very good driver. I mean... We, we, since, you know, he's been with the team, I mean, we can see his data and he's just very consistent. I mean, he's very good at, uh, you know, with the racing, you know, from end to finish, uh, I mean, from start to finish, he can, uh, you know, do a lap in the beginning and do, you know, an equal lap at the end. Um, he's really good at saving those tires. I mean, very, very impressive. Um, I mean, for me, it kind of, he kind of came out of nowhere for the FR season. You know, I didn't really know anybody or anything going into it just because of that short two week notice, but. I mean, it was very obvious after uh, two races, we knew, I was like, okay, so Linus Lundqvist, he's uh, kind of a badass, like, <laughs> you know, you can't really uh, say anything else about him, but no, he's very, very impressive, and I'm very happy to have him in the team. Awesome. All right, so we'll go through, so we, we went through that. Now, Benjamin Peterson was somebody I personally wasn't familiar with before he got announced on on the on the team, and, and Nikita, we know, but let's 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 start with Benjamin. Same same question from Benjamin. What what kind of racer is Benjamin? What's he like off the track? Uh, for those who uh, obviously most probably IndyCar fans and Indy Lights fans are probably not super familiar with the name. So uh, I don't know how much you've gotten yeah. gotten to talk with him, but yeah, you know. Uh, so Benjamin Peterson, he actually did uh, some of the FR season. Um, I think all the way until Virginia, and then I think Virginia he he kind of went away. I'm not too sure, but I think he was doing some racing in in Europe or England somewhere. Uh, but no, uh, Benjamin, also very, very impressive. Uh, I mean, we got along straight off the bat after the first test, and we've been kind of like best buds. It's almost like he's kind of like my brother at the track. So uh, it, it's always a big smiles around with uh, with Ben and Christian and uh, with me and my dad. It's, it, we, have a, we get along very, very well together. But yeah, Benjamin, also very, very impressive driver. Um, and, you know, for him being uh, in Indy Lights, it's everything. A lot of it is very new to him um, going from Europe. And but he's, I mean, catching on really, really quick. And I think uh, he'll be uh, very impressive from from uh, here on out. I think it's going to be a, a big show for him. Awesome. I love it. And and Nikita, who 
I think was supposed to run Indy Lights two years ago. Didn't you've run with him in uh, Pro Mazda slash Indy Pro 2000 and, and the road to Indy Ladder. So I'll, I'll keep this why I'm sure this is an easier one, but uh, what is it? What is it like to be able to continue racing alongside of him? Yeah, I mean, Akita always makes me laugh. He's so funny. And he's also Russian, so he gets along very well with my parents. Um, so, you know, with Russian slang, you know, their jokes end up being a little bit different. And <laughs> it's really, really funny. So it's a really, really good time. Every time he comes, it just makes you immediately want to smile. So, you know, I, I love Nikita um, on and off track. Um, he's working with uh, Luke Varley. He's also my coach. Um, and, I mean, we all three of us just get along really, really well. So, yeah, I mean, big smiles all around. I love it. So let's see here. Your team is, is um, you know, behind the scenes, the team is, is pretty much the same, correct? From everybody who you had in 2020 and 2019 is essentially the same? Uh, yes, from 2020 until here. 2019, there was a lot, a big difference. It was kind of at the end of 2019 when we have like, I mean, almost 100% turnover with, uh, you wow. know, mechanics and engineers. So from, yeah. but from 2020 to now, it, it is very similar because, uh, but kind of just fine tuned it more. I mean, the team connection is like unbelievable. Nothing I've ever seen. So awesome. So I'm, I'm curious, one kind of glaring omission from, from the schedule this year, which is the freedom 100. You had a pretty big accident, if I recall correctly back there in 2019, but are you still yes. kind of bummed that the race is not on the calendar? Do you hope it comes back at all? Or do you kind of see the logic behind removing it from the from the schedule yeah no i mean yes it does it does make sense why they removed it but at the same time i am very very bummed um you think you know after my incident you know it's always like i'm glad not to go there but it's actually the opposite you know i really want to go back with you know this new reform team that we have and kind of have redemption there um and it, freedom 100 it's you know being one of the biggest events in the indie light series so um yeah it is a shame that it, it's not there but i mean i understand i support the series decisions you know they make all the best and I, I think there isn't a better one out there so yeah it is a, is a bummer but um yeah I mean I understand and you know hopefully uh you know we'll see how it goes after um but yeah awesome all right so we're, we're gonna go non-racing here you are probably one of the first drivers to actually add a second song to this list but I am looking for the playlist <laughs> now so, and I probably could figure out what song you added. Uh, I think it was probably, it was probably right after, right before your formula regional season started last year, if I remember correctly, but we haven't added to this playlist in a while. Cause we haven't, you know, interviews are a little, a little tricky in, in COVID world. So if you're going to add another song to the pit lane parlay drivers, Spotify playlists, what is something you're currently really digging? Um, man, it's, man, it's a whole bunch. I mean, uh, on the track, actually, funny enough, I've like recently gotten got, gotten into like heavy metal when I when I, I work out. It. I love it. Like somebody was <laughs> somebody was playing, it and I was like, wow, I really like this. Like, I feel really pumped up right now. So I just sort of picked up weights and started screaming. I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Um, yeah, I also, I, I mean, I really enjoy lo-fi house, like lo-fi house music, you know, for any time I'm working or studying. Um, but at the track, uh, I don't know, it changes from heavy metal to uh, Logic, the rapper. I, I really like his music. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'd probably pick, just to mix things up, like uh, from the Doom soundtrack, the, the Rip and Tear. I, that song is just unbelievable to me. <laughs> that, that, is, that, that is a fantastic choice. I'm 
100 percent on board with <laughs> oh that. you listen you listen to heavy metal too oh i i so a lot of times drivers give me songs on this playlist and i'm like i have no idea what this is and yeah um or it's, it's like, you know, techno stuff, which, I, you know, I don't mind. Like, I'll listen to, like, when I'm in, a, you know, chilling out and doing some work. But even even when I'm typically just doing, doing emails and doing work, I have metal on at all times. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big metal head. But I, so I always get excited. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm more, more recent into it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, listen, it's, it's never too late. We always, we always welcome new metal heads and, <laughs> Well, I mean, so like for the, I actually, cause I was listening to heavy metal when I work out yeah. and then I was like, okay, well I'll, I'll do some work and it's actually really good to work out. And I, I actually Googled it and it said that listening to heavy metal when you're, you know, when you're doing like, you know, homework or some sort of, you know, studying, it's actually yeah. says it's like really good for your brain. And I actually felt that I was like really focused when it was just playing in the background. It kind of just disappears on the back of your head, but I'm pretty sure when people walk past me, like behind my back at the cafe, they're probably like, what the hell is you're just music blasting from my headphones. I mean, honestly, my favorite thing to do in the summer is to drive with my windows down and put on like the heaviest metal I can find and really just kind of like <laughs> get the stairs. Like I, you just have to learn to embrace it. And maybe, maybe I'm, I'm slightly <laughs> twisted, but I really enjoy the, the look people are like when, the, when, when you get that, what the hell look and you're, you're just like driving down. The neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 just, I'm honestly, I'm slowly falling into that and a lot of people are questioning me like yo okay that's weird but i'm like no i really enjoy it and the community is really nice like i would google like a like a heavy metal you know like live 24 7 playlist yeah. and the community is really nice it's like welcome new listeners and i'm like awesome i love this <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's you know i've i've gone to many many metal shows and and really Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today. Can't remember times where I've not enjoyed myself, but yeah, I mean, my favorite thing is when I used to work, I mean, this was, I was probably 20, 21 years old. So it was a couple, just a couple of years ago and I was delivering pizza and I would drive through the center of town listening to Ramstein, which is 
German metal music and I would put all four of my windows down and just blast it driving through town. And that was my favorite because people would get, give you some really crazy looks. <laughs> yeah, but those are great. You're, okay, well, since you're an expert, you're going to have to send me some. Because I'm still very, very new to it. I've, I've got all sorts of different metal genres, so I will... I will shoot you over some some recommendations over the next over the next couple of days here. Awesome! Now I'm excited. Yeah. Oh yeah. I could go. I could go on for days. Every every time I get a driver, you know, who gives me like a Lincoln Park or something like that, I'm like, ah, oh, okay. I have to go immediately listen to the song as soon as we're done recording here, which is <laughs> what I will do with the Do probably the Doom soundtrack will be like my Walk the Dog Tonight playlist before I I, I edit this and get it ready to re- to release and. I was just gonna say, like, I love how you know you you're just casually walking a dog, and people just be like, you just relax, and then in, inside your headphones, you're just blasting a doom soundtrack. Oh yeah, too many times, like I catch myself like singing a little bit, and I'm just like walking the dog down the street, and I probably look completely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but I embrace it because awesome. it's fun, and listen, that it is it is what it is, and not everybody likes it, and that's that's okay, you know, not everybody has to like it, but. I'm trying to get more people into it and I, I see you've converted. So, you know, at least started to enjoy it. So I'm, I'm very happy. We'll have to, we'll have to have you add a new metal song a couple times throughout the, throughout the year when we talk, just because I'm, I'm very excited to listen to what, here, which, which, you, which way I go to. Yeah. Which, whatever you discover this year. Awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I will, I will end it here with, with one more racing question. So people don't think we're we're on a music podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> let's see here. So you've got you've got a big schedule. Obviously, race one didn't go your way to to no fault of your own. You you had the the early DNF. Race two obviously went your way with the win. How do you how do you manage such a a, a long schedule with? pushing for wins versus obviously, you know, the, the name of the game is ending at the, at the top of the points at the, at the 20th race. So you get that IndyCar scholarship. How do you balance that, you know, that wanting to win with also realizing, Hey, I need points. Where's, where does that line come into play? Yeah. I mean, uh, that is always the toughest thing about the sport. Um, you know, every time you get into a race, you immediately kind of just focus on that race. You're like, man, I need to win. And you kind of make these risky decisions or really push the car into the corners that could end up making it, you know, you lose the car or, oh, you, you know, put it on the limit. But, you know, I have uh, Yancey, my, my engineers always tell me on the radio, like, hey, you know, take it easy. You know, it, it, you have this position secure and, you know, let's just, you know, focus to the end and get these points. Um, but it kind of just, yeah, it takes a lot of, uh, I don't know, like, uh, Kind of like meditation almost like you gotta yeah. like keep yourself calm i already know i always but like the first couple laps i don't it's very hard for me at least to just keep thinking like okay stay conservative let's go for points but i'm always like push fast push fast let's go let's go i want to get i'm just gonna stick it in here let's go oh okay seems like it works um but yeah no after always those first couple laps though and that huge adrenaline rush you know from the slow start and hearing the engines rev up once that kind of dies down, you're like, okay, I did some stupid moves, but it, it worked out. Let's, you know, kind of keep it calm here and race to the end and get these points. But yes, it's always a, a play. And I think uh, it's actually very hard for people in their teen years. You know, I'm at 19. So it's for me, it's yeah. kind of ending, but like every year for me, it's a huge maturity. And that is like one of the main points is trying to stay conservative and focus on points and the end goal, instead of just kind of 
sending it all out in, in turn one or the first race. Um, and they, they always say that in the meetings as well. The driver meetings are like, Hey, you know, you don't win the race here, so don't do anything stupid. You know, it'd be much better if you end up, you know, second instead of first, but maybe, you know, you would have both got taken out. It's better to, you know, secure the points and, you know, you know, you'll do it again. So yeah, it, it, it is hard, but I think every year, especially for drivers and the seniors, they'll, they'll mature. Awesome, man. Well, listen, I, I wish you the best of luck this weekend. Definitely be watching. Hopefully at some point in the, in the somewhat distant and somewhat near future, uh, more media will be allowed at the track so I can, I can get out of my house here, but, uh, drive, uh, you know, best of luck, be safe and, and look forward to talking to you again soon. Yeah. Awesome. I can't wait. I will definitely, uh, be ready with some new, uh, <laughs> heavy metal <laughs> recommendations. Awesome, man. Well, uh, good luck this weekend. Hopefully you can, you can pull out a win and some good results and, uh, we'll be watching. Yeah. Can't wait. Awesome. Thank you. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast.